Hey everybody, welcome back to Murder Blows. This week we have a conspiracy theory from our very own conspiracy theory, Cody. Um, this week she tells us the case of Danny Casalero. And I mean, you just, just come with your red string ready, have it in your hand, and bring your thumbtacks and let's go because she takes us there. All right, so I'm Maisie, by the way, and I am joined by Cody and Sasha. And Violet didn't question it today. I knew who I fucking was. Let's go. Adios mio. Man, I had something funny that I saw today and I was like, I cannot wait. That's going to be what I first talk about on the podcast. You're going to remember it as soon as you hang up. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Oh, no, you need to remember it now. Is it something about about you moving? Is it something about... I only read an article about it today. Traffic. Is it about the dumb parade? No. Oh, who's on your phone? He's really cute. That's the guy from Stranger Things. I have two. Oh, Look. Yeah. See, there's the cop from Stranger Things. <laughs> oh, I love things. it. And then I have the oh, guy with the baseball he, bat. It looks like you have sunk into Violet's. Love. That's hilarious. I remember so when fast. Tom Hardy was Violet's phone background. Tom Hardy? Yeah. Are you? That. I'm pretty sure. I mean, it it wouldn't surprise me. I like Tom Hardy. <laughs> I'm trying. I, I feel like it was. That's. I'm thinking of the right guy, right? From Mad Max. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. I didn't lie. Survey <laughs> says I'm not a liar. Um, man, I saw something today. Keep thinking about it. Here's my really weird uh, walking to work story for today. Nice. So I I take a shortcut through a park. And um, as I was taking my shortcut, this guy was walking out. So I walk in between two baseball diamonds. The guy was walking across the other baseball diamond. And, like, our paths were going to intersect. But I was like, I can't show fear because that will mark me as a target. And so I, like, kept walking, kept walking, kept walking. And I was like, he's going to divert his path. It's going to work out. Um, He didn't. So I just had my pepper spray like in my hand and as I walked by him I like puffed out my chest real big and he stared at me the whole time but I was wearing my hater blockers which are like four solid inches of mirrored rose gold sunglasses so like I was just like what the hell is happening and like he didn't do anything but like I walked past him and then I look back and he was watching me and I was watching him and I'm just like why the fuck would you do this like don't do that. Don't be weird. But I almost died. But it's fine. Like maybe he thought that you were gonna attack him with your puffed out chest. <laughs> maybe that fucking girl's a thug right there. <laughs> Let's clarify. <laughs> I wear knee socks and dresses like nine days out of ten. That's so rips color. You didn't know that rose gold. Rose gold. <laughs> oh man, can you imagine a world where like fucking the new colors are like copper and rose gold, and they're like fighting each other? just me okay <laughs> i was like how do we how do we approach this <laughs> it's, it's fine i don't know <laughs> so i remembered it yes, yes. So i'm researching my next case or trying to pick a case i guess yes and i was doing some googling and uh spoiler alert i'm gonna do something paranormal yeah i've narrowed it down to two i'm super excited about both of them so yeah but uh, in my search, in my search, I stumbled upon a lot of lists, and it was like uh, deaths happening in like a cult or paranormal setting. I was like, perfect, that's exactly what I need. Give me this top eight, and four of the results were like voodoo cults or tribes or something trying to bless amulets to give them the power of invincibility. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, and I was like man 
more than one person has tried this. Like, this is a top eight list, and f half of them are amulets of, like, I tried to be bulletproof and walked into a bank and tried to rob, like, shit like that. And it just kind of blew my mind because, like I said, it happened once. Shame on you. It happens twice. Shame on me. It happened seven times. Half of the top eight list. Maybe invincibility spells do not work on amulets. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. I am ready for you to talk about stuff like this. I am. I want already. so bad. I want all of the voodoo. <laughs> I want all the amulets and the crystals. And yes, I'm well, so it's like. I wasn't even looking for it, but it was just like those, I was like, no, I want something with like ghosts and shit, spooky stuff, and it was just like, nope, amulets. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys hear the creaking of the door open? <laughs> no, we just hear slumber party giggling. That's just <laughs> man coming in to make the podcast more interesting. Ooh. Who is this? Funny, that's how you guys died. That should be our finale. Yeah. <laughs> finale. We all Did he just say a man made our podcast more interesting? Because, honey. Oh. <laughs> I mean, we did just get our first two star review, so. That's is... true. 10 hey. out of 10, it was a man. <laughs> you know how I know? No words of feedback. Right? <laughs> well, that's my thing. That's all I wanted is some feedback. If you don't like us, tell us why. I was definitely going to bring that up. Like, give me all the two-star reviews you want. I, For you sure. Know, I've been a four my whole life. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, like, if you don't put why you don't like us, you could even be like, that dumb bitch's voice is rank. I don't know. <laughs> I can <laughs> work on that. No, I can't. But it at least tells me why you don't like me. Yeah. Or you're, like, too political. Or too, like, whatever. Even if you're just like, I don't like women. That's your problem. But... <laughs> right. <laughs> What I'm saying yeah, is that it gets to a point where, like, I'm not going to take it seriously. I'm literally going to think it's an ex-boyfriend just, like, trying to troll me on my podcast. Yep, definitely an ex. If you don't like us, tell us why. <laughs> I could really use something for my ego, you know? Sometimes it gets too big. <laughs> but if you do like us, tell us why, too, because it makes us feel good on the inside. It's true. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, good job. Yeah. Oh, I know who our secret binger is. Oh, is it? Okay, her name is Donella, and she has a podcast also. Hey, girl, what's up? Um, hey called Unsolved as Told by the Unqualified. It's a true crime <gasps> podcast. Yeah. I love that name. I'm writing it down. I know. They're two, um, they're, they're two women, but they're, like, up, they're on their last few weeks of college, so they're, like, really super stressed. <laughs> oh, girls, you got this. I know, you got this. But, uh, yeah, Live that's... your best lives. They're awesome. Go, guys. Go check them out. Special shout-out. No we promo didn't have needed. enough... Yeah, no promo needed. Especially since, like, if you're binging your last few weeks of college, like, you should probably be studying. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> we like so, it, though. Keep binging. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sorry you binged all of our episodes at once. But to be fair, we've got, like, ten-plus hours of content, so... I know, look at us go. We're trying. Go team. Go. I was going to burp, but I didn't have to. Damn it. Um, nope. I've got a corrections cardboard thing um, from two <laughs> episodes ago. Okay. Um, I never told you guys as my source. Told you guys as told you guys <laughs> my sources for the creepy cult bastard. I wrote them down. I was so proud. Don't cry. <laughs> and then I, I forgot to tell you um, twice. So um, for the episode, uh, oh, what did we name it? Uh, oh, hold, please. Scan, scan, scan my brain. Uh, Something about. It wasn't drunk murder. Caffeinate, Jesus. Caffeinated, caffeinated Christ. for Christ. Yep. Uh, yeah, so about Moses David, a.k.a. the biggest douchebag in the world. Um, episode 10. Yep. Uh, I just want to say thank you to the Timeline article written by Stephanie Buck. Um, the New York Times article written by Nathaniel Nash, which is a bomb-ass name, by the way. Yeah. Um, and then the Guardian article written by Sophia Tewa. Gracias. Love it. Solid. Love it. 
Now I can shred these pieces of paper that say things like sex ring so that way the recycle people don't think I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've never... Well, okay. Anytime I Google something, I'm just like, I'm on a list. Ooh. I'm on a list right now. Oh, yeah. We all are. I'm going to pull up my Google history for you guys. <laughs> I think Cody's number one on the list, though. Well, she, for me, she... <laughs> I'll be painting and I'll be listening to podcasts and they'll bring up like things to watch or things to listen to. So I'll take random notes on paper towels of like <laughs> what kill the messenger about Gary Webb. And Seth is like sitting on the couch looking at the coffee table and he's like, There's murder messages all over. <laughs> if you ever get murdered, they're gonna be so fucking confused. Yeah. Like, what the messenger mean? <laughs> she was the messenger, but for what? <laughs> Not for what? <laughs> yep, that's my life. Maisie, <laughs> you having anything crazy happen? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Did oh, your uh, brother graduate? He did, but I didn't get to see it because it, they took forever. I think they're still there. Like, oh. <laughs> so last in the last episode, I talked about my brother um, graduating college, and I thought it was that Friday. It turns out it's today, this Friday, and his wife was gonna like FaceTime me so I could see him walk or whatever and I was like hey I don't think I'll be able to answer your call and she's like it's okay we're not even started yet it'll probably be going until 10 p.m. and I was like okay oh. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not there but you know good luck <laughs> love you squid but no <laughs> <laughs> but no nah. but no um I did want to say something um we've got this little chat that started this whole podcast between the four of us, and there was a day, I think it was Tuesday, I was at work, and I had a little personal freak out. Like, there Existential was... Existential crisis, if uh, Yeah, yeah, like, my manager was pissing me off, like, everything was just not going the way I wanted it to, and I had, and that sounds really, like, bratty, but I felt a lot of pressure all of a sudden on no one but myself, and I you know, chatted to the ladies here, and I was like, this isn't related to the podcast, but I've had a really shitty day, and, and, and I just went on, and they let me, and what I'm, what I'm getting to is, if you're feeling a certain way about something, you're valid. It's validated, okay? And if you have someone that you can talk to, just reach out to them, because more than likely, if they're not going through something too, they know what you're feeling. So, I mean, just if you're feeling just a certain way, yeah, you're you're validated, and I think everybody should hear that every once in a while. And if you don't have someone to talk to, please slide into the DMs of At Murder Blows. Yeah, we're real great at knowing how you feel. That's why I mean, we got four different brains here. So I'm I mean, sure one of us have been. Died. Do what? <laughs> I said Aww. I went to you guys when my cat died. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I have emotions. I don't know why I have emotions. She was like, I have emotions on there. Liver yeah. failure. Mm. My cat and I share uh, a liver, I guess. No, I'm just kidding. It was a bad job. <laughs> too soon. That's how you cope. Too soon. That's how you cope. And she's, he's on my entertainment center. Aww. And my Aww. son is like, how does the cat fit in there? <laughs> like, well... <laughs> Really small cat. One of those very miniature breeds. No, <laughs> uh. well, and another thing I appreciate about you guys is I can be like, look, I can't talk right now um, or figure this out. So if someone else could, that would be great. Yeah. And you and guys figure it out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then in the middle of all that, Oh, I think it was actually yesterday. Sasha was like, when I'm upset, I look at bee butts. And I was like, what? <laughs> and she sent, in this chat, she sent, like, three pictures of, like, bumblebee's butts. And I was like, like I never even thought to look at that. <laughs> yeah, cute. I'm a very ab uh, big advocate for bees because I know that they give me the fruits and vegetables that I like. In the bee butts? And their butts are so cute. It's like a I'm corgi butt. All over my yard right now, and I love it so much, and I'm so careful. Like, I just baby them and talk to them, and I'm sure my husband thinks I'm crazy. <laughs> That's so important. What are you doing, honey? Nothing. 
don't tell them bees. They're, the bees. They're like a bee on you, and I'm like, it's okay. It's all right. It's okay. not me. Are you just picturing that they're all Jerry Seinfeld? Because that helps me. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Hey. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What's with all the bees? <laughs> Violet's like, that's it. I'm out of here. Does everything get like one and a half times faster every time you say the word bee? You what? The the memes or the videos where everything gets one and a half times faster oh, every time they say B. I, I thought you were quoting that Vine, the one where he's like, "My name is Michael with a B," and he's and I'm afraid of insects. <laughs> and he goes, "Where's the B?" And he goes, "There's the B." <laughs> <laughs> I miss Vine so much. I thought they were gonna revamp it, Vine too. I've heard I've heard rumors. They I lie. don't leave it. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Let's get also, off the beat. Yeah. Okay. Changing, changing the subject. Small shout out to my coworkers that I told about this podcast. I hope you don't think differently if you make it this far. Thanks. Hi, coworkers. That's all. That's it. <laughs> They're That's the best, out. though. So. <laughs> literally the best we're um they're my salt crew if i have to complain about anything i can come to them and it's the best nice but yeah like i said i hope they i told them i was like hey episode 11 was like super great you should start there but then i was like don't don't listen to it on the way into work unless you want to like be crying yeah <laughs> and yeah, so i want to know who else cries because i cried <sighs> Well, I cried on that one, but then the other night, I always listen to podcasts when I'm going to bed, and there's this one called Seth, Sex, Death, and Money, and it's just like 25-minute stories on all different topics. Well, Ooh. there was one about one of the people that worked on Sesame Street, and I grew up watching Sesame Street, and I vividly remember it, so I was like, oh, I'll listen to this, and it was Maria that was on Sesame Street, Yeah, and I could identify her by her voice right away well her real name is Sonia and she was telling her story of how she grew up and her father was a drunk that beat her mother and she was always in between them trying to keep them separate and her mother would leave her father and then her mother would go back and she always wanted like an answer of like why is this happening why does my mother go back and so when she started working for Sesame Street she wanted to like let kids know that just that there were not yes and no answers to certain questions and that she wanted to stand up for Latino kids and families and show them that, you know, you can have the same dreams as white kids. And the whole podcast just made me ball. After being like, oh, no, I'm tough. Yeah. I don't cry. I was just like up at four in the morning just sobbing. Over yeah. Yeah, there though. I don't know if you I don't know if you'll like it. I don't know if that's the right word. But there is a uh there's a couple of true crime podcasts that focus on uh like lesser known cases and people of color. And I can get the names of those for you later if you wanted. Oh, oh please hell do. Yes. I don't want to botch all of the names, so I'm so sorry guys. I'm not gonna say them on here. <laughs> Well, she, you can send me a list and I'll put them in the description when we post it. Oh, okay. no. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sweet. Check out the description box. I always also, uh, just an FYI, I try to put the um, promos that we've got in that box, too. So Yes. Don't skip the promos. They're at the end. You'll. It's like right after our funny bit. Yeah. Our Which fun bit. joke's on you if you've turned away from the podcast. There's a funny bit on the end of episode. Yeah. Episode. Skippers. Is are the promos the funny bit at oh. the end? Because I never know what it's gonna be. Oh yeah, so I don't tell the girls what it is. I don't know until I edit. Really. Listen, Sasha is a sneaky minx, and if we learned you. <laughs> if we learned anything the last episode, one murder really does blow. Two, we never know when she's recording ever. <laughs> I definitely didn't think you got John in the last little bit. And surprise. So the funny thing is, I wasn't in the room when that happened, That's and so funny. it was a surprise for me when I ended it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was like, literally, what's happening? That's hilarious. Leave for two seconds, and oh, Maisie has some jank ass rapper <laughs> <laughs> walking to her standing apartment. in my living room. 
I love it. <laughs> also, can we do a shout out that we're recording on May the 4th be with you? May the 4th be with you. What? Okay. Also, shout out to these ladies that handle my schedule, which is not great. It's always changing. I always feel bad because I'm literally like, I can do anything except for like five in the morning. <laughs> not great, but I always feel super bad. No worries. I, I did look two months ahead. But you have internet tonight. I do have internet tonight. And we're recording in the same spot. This is the second time I've recorded with someone. Oh, so yeah. I was just on tour. I have to come record with Maisie now. <gasps> do it. We have an IKEA couch with your name on it. See, yeah. <laughs> like, put in the group chat what the airport is that's closest to you. Because I oh, think I yeah. know which one it is, but. I mean, it's a popular one. I mean, just, <laughs> you know. Look. <laughs> Do you guys hear me twice? No. Yeah, no, I just hear Denver. Yeah. Oh, shit. Is this better? Is this better? Is it better to you, Sasha? Yeah, I was going to say, it sounded fine to me. <laughs> See, I hear me twice. Oh, well. Do you? Okay. The one time I knew that I could hear me twice when we were recording last time didn't um, do it twice on the podcast when I was editing it, so I don't know what's happening. <sighs> Hi, welcome Dope. to Murder Blows. <laughs> um, we're not a professional podcast, as Maisie said last time. We're four friends on a phone call, so thank you for dialing in. Oh, <laughs> that was sexy. The audio... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the audio quality blows. Um, <laughs> you know what else besides murder? Audio quality. It's not that bad, actually. I've listened to a no. lot of podcasts, and it's okay. That's Hashtag, true. not the worst. Yeah, if Jeremiah <laughs> will listen to it, it's valid. Because he, he supports me as a person, but not if it, I suck, so... <laughs> That's not what I mean. <laughs> he would tell me I suck too bad to listen to be like yeah the podcast is great but i can't listen to it because the audio sounds like you're talking oh i've listened to a podcast before where you know they've like seen videos of other podcasts and they pod with their mouth like on the microphone yeah like asmr style don't do that yes this is what it sounds like this is me on my microphone except worse is they're like heavy breathing (laughs) or they're eating or I mean, to be fair, I totally ate during, like, our second episode, but... Yeah, you were slurping all right. I thought I was muted. I was not. It's okay. We can only grow from here. (laughs) Get it? Instead of go from here? Okay, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Maisie, that is the airport, I thought. So I'm going to set some sweet alerts in addition to Violet's sweet alerts. Ooh, ooh! Oh, yeah, your girl wants to go home. I miss Chicago real bad. I miss good pizza. I miss fucking mean people. Can I go with you? Yeah. Mean people. (laughs) Well, not like, and there's a difference between the mean people here, because the mean people here aren't like, they're just bitter. They're just like, they give you those shitty faces, like they just ate a fucking warhead for the first time. They also have diarrhea. And they just, like, say, like, passive-aggressive things and are also kind of racist. Hmm. Miss Chicago. (laughs) The city I live right now is racist, not Chicago. I should blanket statement that. And not everyone's racist. I'm done. I'm in Chicago. (laughs) I love it. Uh... All right. It looks like it's going to cost us at the very minimum $300 to get to you, Maisie. But oh, maybe we can yeah, it's, start a Kickstarter. It's ridiculous. It's so expensive. For some reason, to fly from Portland to East Tennessee in a very specific airport that would be very handy for us is very expensive. And I don't understand why. Like, we have yeah. friends that are giving, getting married in Cuba in, like, uh, November, and it's maybe 200 bucks to get to what? Cuba. Yeah. Fuck that, let's all go to Cuba instead. I know! Why? Cuba? Cuba has the mes- best medical doctors. Really? Wait, tell me how you know that. 
I need to know. <laughs> uh, general information. I don't know. <laughs> Are you okay? What? Did you read it on the internet? I think I heard about it once, and then one day I was at dinner with Seth's dad, and he was like, which country has the best doctors in the whole world? And I was like, Cuba. And he was like, yeah, you're right. So. Did <laughs> everybody know? <laughs> he took it as fact. <laughs> I, too, listened to my father-in-law. Somebody Google check me. All right. Challenge accepted. <laughs> I have the coolest father-in-law ever, but. That's tight. <laughs> That's tight. Sorry, I... tight is my new favorite word. We've been saying tight and nice a lot. Okay, but Sasha nice. used to say tight. Now I still do it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, cool, cool. Oh, that's a classic. I didn't realize I was doing it until I did it at work one time and they called me out on it. Oh, that was great. Um, Yeah, it looks like we can get to Cuba for the same price. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, a live show in Cuba, I'm into it. <laughs> hey, Cuba, what's up? I don't think we have any listeners in Cuba. I'm going Speaking. to the summer. How about Pennsylvania? Probably, Which I like place in Pennsylvania. Perfect. You don't. Probably not where you live. <laughs> no. no, you don't. Okay. <laughs> From the myth of Cuban healthcare, there is excellent healthcare in Cuba. <laughs> That's Did you Google it? Not. Yeah. But the myth of no. No, but there's like ten articles that are like Cuba has the best healthcare. It's the best. Why is Cuba so great? Get it together, everybody else. Why does America <laughs> suck? I think it's pretty much free if you live there too. Every um... Cuban has access to healthcare. Yeah. <laughs> He went to like, yeah, we know. <laughs> Damn. I'm just reading now. It, I think it had something to do with Fidel Castro. Like, everybody said he was awful, but apparently he wasn't as awful as everybody said he was. And, Ooh, yeah. hot take. Yeah. <laughs> hot, hot take. take. Sorry if I offend anybody, but <laughs> what I hear from, I don't know where. From the, your father-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> He's not Cuban. <laughs> Not the hashtag, not the worst. <laughs> okay, this needs to stop. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I heard that North Korea's it's not that bad. I don't know. Oh yeah, I now, heard that too. Though, like they recently. dance in the streets and have fun. Like, um, my favorite subreddit when I'm not mad at Reddit for making fun of me that one time. Um, what is? Oh my god. So I, I'm obsessed with Japan. There's a travel to Japan subreddit. I posted a question. I felt like it was very valid. Um, and basically the internet tore me apart, so I deleted my post. Aww. Um, it's fine. I was um, going to go look it up, but that's fine. Oh, brutal. 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 Like, yeah. it was real sad. Um, oh, the funniest, they don't mess with, like, any of my cosplay photos. Like, normally if you post a photo of yourself on Reddit, like, people just tear it to shreds. No, they like my photos. They hate my opinions. It's cool. Um, anyway, uh, Reddit has this, my favorite subreddit is, um, it's like positive, oh man, positive conspiracy theories or something. Uh, and my favorite one is like North Korea is a paradise. They just say that it's bad so no one comes to it. That's hilarious. Mm -hmm. I've got to figure out what it is now. Yeah, you got to let me know. (sighs) I want to know what you got tore apart for, though. I just... Uh, okay, so I, I've been planning on taking two very different trips to Japan. One was I wanted to go south in the spring, and the other is I wanted to go... Well, so I didn't know at the time. I wanted to go south, and I wanted to go north. And I wanted to go in the spring, and I wanted to go in the fall. And I was like, which way should I go? Should I go south in the fall? Or should I go south in the... Yeah, I just wanted to know which direction to go when. Yeah. And everyone was like google it yourself and i'm like i don't care about the weather i just want to know like is it fun up north like it was so dumb you wanted to know somebody's opinion that had traveled right? in the spring just literal the opinions oh yeah like hey it's crazy crazy dumb. reddit is so unforgiving they are and it was that uh admin the moderators of that subreddit too so oh fuck you are travel to japan <laughs> <laughs> 
I think it's all Japan travel, but whatever. Are these gonna be like rap beefs? You know how like they think that like Cardi B and Nicki Minaj has beef, but we're gonna have beef with like Reddit sub threat sub sub. Ooh, I'm into it. <laughs> Merkel, I see it in the headlines now. Mother blows calls out our travel to Japan. Yes. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. We should find a new subreddit that we hate every week. Um, I go. I hard. switch between oddly satisfying and satisfying and uh, mildly infuriating. <laughs> oh, no. I used to really like our punchable faces. Yeah, that was my first one I ever. Follow and subscribe to because about it was like you have to look at punchable faces. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't wrong. It's true. You guys ready for a murder? If I can stop laughing and coughing, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I built myself up. You can tear me down. We're oh, only forty okay. minutes in. Now's the time. Now's the time. <laughs> Man, well, you called it. Thirty-nine minutes and ten seconds. Oh hell yeah. Okay. Well, the first episode I did was the boys on the tracks which what did we call it like the dog from Sandlot yep yeah and then I did the smiley face killers that was drunk murder Jesus (laughs) okay thank you and then (laughs) (laughs) drunk murder Jesus (laughs) I love it and then I was watching unsolved mysteries Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm Did you find the episode that only exists in my universe? (laughs) And there was one on Danny Casolaro. And I was like, ooh, this ties in with the Iran-Contra stuff from Boys on the Tracks. (gasps) So, I was like, this sounds like fun. (laughs) So, this is Unsolved Mysteries, and if you guys want to watch it, it is Season 5, Episode 21. And it's You're the best. Kidding. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Doing that later. Yes. And this is about the mysterious death of Danny Casolaro. And he reminds me of Danny from the Partridge family, but he's not. What's his name from the Partridge family? Oh, his I real name? No Bonaducci? Oh, Joey Bonaducci? No, nope. His name is Joey. Did Dan? No, it's not Dan. No, hold on. Keep going. But he was Bonaducci, I think. Not a clue. I mean, I have a clue. Just, I'm not going to think. Well, the Unsolved Mysteries (laughs) shows a picture of Danny, and you guys have to watch it, and you tell me if he does not remind you of Danny from the Partridge family. So do that. It's Dan. His name is Danny Bonaducci. Oh, okay. Well, then that works. Ooh, weird. (laughs) weird. Oh, his first name's Dante, but they call him Danny. Fun fact. Okay. We're not talking about he's not the one in the murder. (laughs) He's fine. The guy just looks like him. Didn't he die? Probably. Probably. Don't don't make me re Google Danny Bonatucci. (laughs) (laughs) Hold on. Uh, It doesn't say that he's not dead. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Years active 1969 to present. Great. He's still alive. All right. Active. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry. I muted the sneeze on my end, but you guys heard it. I couldn't click both. <laughs> All right. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, man. So, a housekeeper. This happened. Sorry. I, my notes are all over the place. This is going to be rough. So, you're just going to have to deal with it. All right. Okay. On August 10th of 1991, in Martinsburg, Virginia, West Virginia, Martinsburg, West Virginia, a housekeeper opened room 517 at a Sheraton hotel for cleaning, and nothing could prepare her from what she found inside. Lying in a tub of bloody water was Danny Casalero, a 44-year-old infestive journalist from Fairfax, Virginia. Um... I know they're all mixed up. This is fantastic. Okay. <clears throat> At about noon on August 10th, 1991, housekeeping staff discovered Casalero naked in the bathtub of room 517. His wrist had been slashed deeply. There were three or four wounds on his right wrist and seven or eight on his left. And I love how they don't know. Like, 
who was in charge of counting the wounds? Three or four on his right and seven or eight on his left? Good job, Someone guys. who smoked 20 marijuana cigarettes. I was going to say, was it Bobby Blood was splattered on the bathroom wall and floor, and according to the detectives, the scene was so gruesome that one of the housewives fainted when she saw it. Under Casalero's body, paramedics found an empty Milwaukee beer can. Under his body, two white plastic liner trash bags and a single-edge razor blade. There was also a half-empty wine bottle nearby. Wait, is this all? He's in a tub, right? He's in a tub of and bloody... And all, all of this is underneath him inside of a tub? Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm falling asleep on a can in Milwaukee like... <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Anybody, it would be you. <laughs> That's fair. And a half a bottle of wine on the toilet. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> not, trash bags floating in the <laughs> water. <laughs> Sorry, Jenny you're a mess. <laughs> Rest <laughs> in peace, homie. All right. Okay, you guys still there? <laughs> yes. Okay. Cool. All right. Within minutes, the police department arrived to investigate. They found a brief suicide note that said, To my loved ones, please forgive me, most especially my son, and be understanding. God will let me in. The cops found the note and over a dozen slash marks on his wrist, and they just went ahead and they drained the water with, like, no questions asked, and were just like, this is a suicide. And I've listened to other things on this as well as the Unsolved Mysteries. And I guess there were no hesitation marks on his wrist, which is really rare in a suicide because usually people freak out and then will cut their wrists. But he didn't have any of those. So he was either murdered or he was really brave. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah. And one of the cuts was deep enough to sever a tendon which is really hardcore especially Ooh. when you have so many on each arm because usually razor blade suicides there's yeah. just one or two there's not like up to 12 need... yeah wow. yeah um the detectives found the wall his wallet in his room and it had all of his cash and all of his cards and they said that there was no appearance of a struggle the body was delivered to a martinsburg funeral home but two days passed before the family was notified. This happened on a Saturday, and the family wasn't notified until Monday. Anthony Casalero is Danny's brother, and he's also a medical doctor. And he was floored that it had been two days since his family was notified. And, I mean, he's obviously a doctor, so he, he can question the right things when it comes to this being a murder or suicide. Um... <clears throat> He spoke with a sergeant on the phone, and the sergeant was just like, well, we thought the family was already notified, and just the sergeant had no clue what was going on in the investigation. Uh, and Danny was in Martinsburg as an investigator looking into a government conspiracy. All of his paperwork was gone after his suicide, including hundreds of notes and documents from over a year's worth of investigating. Jack Anderson, a journalist, also questioned Danny's suicide and started to become suspicious of the police investigation. <clears throat> Danny was also known by family to be scared of medical blood tests and was really squeamish about blood, and they couldn't understand that if he did commit suicide, why he would choose this way to commit suicide. I'm done with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with that. Okay. Days before his death, he told friends that he was close to breaking the story he had been working on. And his story started with inquiries into a computer software company called Inslaw. And the owners of Inslaw are oh Bill. <laughs> Did you guys hear that? Sorry, it was Denver. <laughs> I was wondering when that was going to happen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Let me start that again. <laughs> I just thought, I was like, man, is he listening to us talk about this murder? Like... Denver gets really excited about oh things. Okay. All right, here. <laughs> All right. 
It started with inquiries into a computer software company called Inslaw, and Danny had interviewed Bill and Nancy Hamilton, which were the owners of Inslaw. And I'm going to tell you about Inslaw software. Inslaw is a Washington, D.C.-based information technology company that markets case management software for corporate and government users. Inslaw is known for de developing Promise, which is an early case management software system. So basically, the FBI and cops and like jurisdictions all over the country, they didn't have one tracking system to track criminals in the 80s and 70s. They would have to call or f like maybe fax or write a letter if they needed information on somebody. So this Inslaw Corporation decided that they would create this huge database, computer database, which was a big deal back in the mid-70s, early 80s, um, and it would connect everybody's information together. And they sold it to our government for a lot of money. Um, but what happened was Inslaw, ed Inslaw ended up accusing the Department of Justice of compromising the software and trying to steal it. And they also accused the Department of Justice into driving them into Chapter 7, blah, chapter seven liquidation, which is basically bankruptcy. I'm done with that now. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, my notes are just all kinds of awful today. This is great. Okay. This is editing fodder. This is editing. Sorry, Sasha. You're going to have to edit me a lot this week because I'm a fucking train wreck this week. <laughs> this whole week, I'm just a train wreck. Today, I'm like, I'm like, today will be better every day. And every day <laughs> I woke up, I wake up with like 10 texts and I'm like, nope. And I just go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah, you're like, well, we tried. Fuck it. All right. <clears throat> Okay, the Hamiltons were curious about how their program was used uh, by the government in all these different ways. So they came across this guy named Michael Reconosciuto. And Reconosciuto worked for the CIA on top secret projects. And Reconosciuto basically told Bill Hamilton, the owners of uh, the software corporation, Inslaw, that there was a government consulting firm had paid $40 million to Iranian officials in 1980 to persuade them not to release the American hostages before the conclusion of the presidential election that saw Ronald Reagan elected president of the United States. In exchange for his helping the Reagan administration, Brian was allegedly allowed to profit from the illegal distribution of the promise system, according to Reconosciuto. So basically what happened is this software company, these, this husband and wife made it, sold it to the government. The government was like, well, this is a major breakthrough. This is, we can keep track of people and we can keep track of them from anywhere in the country. And so they decided to take this reconnaissance guy who worked in CIA, they took him to an Indian reservation so that they wouldn't be on technically American jurisdiction. And they were like, you're going to put a back door into this computer software company. And you're going to do this so that we can sell this software to other countries and make money off of it. Which the owners of the software company had no idea that that was even going on. And they never agreed to let the government do that. But the government still was like, we're going to do this. We're going to make money. And they knew if they sold, they could sell this computer program for other countries for a lot of money. So the Hamiltons found out that this computer software program had been sold to at least Canada, and it was rumored other countries, and that a backdoor had been put in. And they got angry at the U.S. government. And the U.S. government was like, well the computer program isn't working as it's supposed to anyway, so we're not going to pay you the millions of dollars that we owe you for the, for the software. 
Well, it got into this huge lawsuit. And this lawsuit, I don't think it was settled until like 1998. And it kept going back and forth. And at the beginning, it was awarded that the owners of the software company were right. But at the end, the judicial system overturned it and was like, no, the government, U.S. government is right. They did nothing wrong. And of course, because you have the U.S. government rolling in favor of the U.S. government. Well, this Ricardo Shudo guy, when he, whenever he went to testify in court over all of this going on, because he was the one that was putting the back door in the software, the um, government came to Michael and was like, oh, you've been cooking meth. We're going to put you in jail. So he didn't get to testify. He got thrown in jail for meth. Yeah. And he just got out last year. He's been in jail Holy for meth. Shit. Like, I know white people have, are still, like, literally, I've known oh people call God. people on meth and they're, like, not in jail. And this guy has been in jail since, like, 1991. That's you can't see me, but I just put my hands, like, up in the air, like, what? I love it. Yeah. Michael also said that parties involved, parties that um, the United States sold the software to were involved in covert operations in the Middle East and South America, which if it's in the Middle East and South America and it's during the 80s, then that would be Iran-Contra, which is what we referred to in episode number three. And that's where they were basically passing cocaine and arms back and across the border from South America into the United States. So, Reconnoitre basically backs all of that up from that conspiracy as well. All of Danny's work into this government conspiracy was coined the name Octopus by Danny. And the reason why he called it the Octopus is because it had tentacles. Um, one thing he was investigating was Iran-Contra, one thing he was investigating was the Inslaw company. One thing he was investigating was BCCI and BNL. It was a prominent bank that apparently started out as a really small bank. And when, within 10 years, it was like one of the biggest banks in the world. And it would deal to absolutely anybody, even if they were shady or not. And it also has to do with the October surprise, which, and this is a history lesson, and I ran Contra. Um, basically you had in Iran in 79, there was a group of students in Iran that decided to take American hostages in Iran and Jimmy Carter was president and he was trying to get the hostages fleed or freed. Well, he couldn't get them freed supposedly because the people that were holding the hostages, the Iranians hated Jimmy Carter so much and they wouldn't release them until Reagan became president. Well, Reagan, of course, was running against Jimmy Carter, and Carter was doing everything to get these these guys fleed, and there was um, the movie Black Hawk Down came out of that. Um, and basically what happened was, as soon as Reagan was uh, became president on January 20th, uh, the Iranians did leave the hostages go. Reagan didn't have to do anything about that. So he was also looking into this whole October October surprise conspiracy with Ronald Reagan and Jimmy Carter and the hostages and all of that. Um, which that's a story in itself. That was just a brief do-over of it. And it was basically every scandal of the 1980s. The farther he investigated, the darker things got. A week before he died, he told his brother, which this is Dr. Anthony, that he had been receiving death threats and then if anything happened to him, to not like to look into it, especially when he went to Martinsburg. And he said, if anything happens to me, don't believe it's an accident. His meeting in Martinsburg was to meet with informants and tie up the end of his research on the financial trail of the octopus. So this is like one of his last shebangs in the whole research, meeting up with really important people. Um, one of... One person he was going to meet up with was an inside person of the IRS, and he was going to give Danny hard copies of printouts and IRS information on the type of financial trails that Danny was researching. 
And on the day he died, Danny met with William Turner, who was a defense contractor, which would have been the arms dealings. And this guy was named Turner. He said he gave Danny paperwork on the corruption that he had gathered. And within 24 hours of receiving this paperwork, Danny was found dead and all the documents were gone. West Virginia authorities heard all of this coming out and they wanted to take a second look. And this was just the state of West Virginia. Um, whenever they went to take a look into his body, um, it was already embalmed, which was really weird because the family never gave him permission to embalm the body. Um, and the second time that they looked at his body, they found that he had may not been alone, that there was a bruise on his arm and a bruise on his head that had never been accounted for. And the tips of three of his fingers were missing from one hand. What? 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 Yeah. <laughs> so you've got all of that. Um, a professional cleaning crew cleaned the hotel room the day after his body was found. Important materials were discarded that would have been a major part of the investigation. After the cops left the hotel room and before the professional cleaning company came, uh, a housekeeper went up to, I guess, do a general cleaning and found blood, two blood-soaked towels under the pedestal sink that were not taken in as evidence. And they looked like they were used to wipe blood off the floor already. And nobody knows how they got there, who used them, and why they weren't collected. And people that are saying it's a suicide, they're like, oh, well, he cut himself. And then he tried to, he freaked out and cleaned it up. And he was splattering blood all over the walls because he, the cuts were so deep. And he jumped into the bathtub, and that's where he died. Okay, this is the 90s, right? Yeah, 91. I feel like they should have been more on their game at that point. Right. Um, and then the tub was immediately drained. Like, whenever the cops got there, they were just like, oh, this looks like a suicide. Drained the tub and didn't collect any of the water. Um, the, finger, the fingerprints from the whole thing were supposedly lost. Um, and then, to top it all off, on... August 16th, 1991, uh, Danny Casalero's funeral happened, and at the end of the service, a highly decorated military officer in full dress arrived in a limo with a person in plain clothes. Before the casket was lowered, the military man placed a medal on the lid and saluted him. No one in the family knew who the military man was. His clo Danny's clothing, wallet, and suicide note have been retained by investigators with no explanation. So anything to do with the case, like, nobody can get a hold of. It's just being retained, and that's all. And I know there's a lot of confusing government stuff in there, and there's so, like, I didn't know how far I wanted to go with this because there's so much of it. Like, there's literally, you can discuss, the October surprise forever. You can discuss the corrupt bank forever. You can discuss the Indian reservation where they did the software um, where they went in and I guess you could use the word hacked now, but that probably wasn't a word back in that time. Um, and of course there's more information on Inslaw um, and that case went on forever. And so I didn't know how far I wanted to dive into it because it's just, it gets kind of dry when you keep reading about all that stuff. And I didn't want to bore everybody. But it does have to do with the government conspiracy and the Iran-Contra, which I still can't figure out, Iran-Contra, and, like, who is good and who is bad. Um, and I'm working on that. Hopefully I'll have an answer someday. I don't know if it's general information or not. Um but that's basically it. I really, I don't think he killed himself. I think if somebody was that squeamish with blood and was afraid to, like, get his blood drawn, I don't think he would slash his wrist. So, and I did something while you were talking about it because I was like, you know, I think I know what a hesitation mark is. But, so I, like, Google image searched it. And I was like, they, like, showed comparisons because apparently, like, that's a big like defining factor in a lot of cases where they think people have committed suicide and they actually haven't. 
and it's it's a massive difference and like i mean not to get too deep but like i have self-harm scars and i have hesitation marks you know so i was like right it, and it was massively different right. like these like other wounds looked like someone had had done it i mean you can tell it was someone else it's kind of like you know those movies where they're like nervous to like cut off their own finger or something like saw right yeah <laughs> you know what i'm saying like you can tell like that people were shaky it was it was yeah yeah because you would literally be shaky and he he told his brother that he was getting phone calls of to leave the case alone and to not go any deeper and he said specifically i feel like if something happens to me in martinsburg it's not an accident also, it's not like he was drunk because it was only half a bottle of wine and one Milwaukee. Ex like. Oh, that's another thing. They didn't find any alcohol in his system when they did the autopsy either. Yeah. Does that mean they just, like, killed him and then drank a whole bunch in that room? Cause... While they were trying to set it up to look like a suicide? Gross. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the wine was, was it red wine or white wine? I have no idea, but the blood was splattered all over the fucking bathroom. To the Maybe they added, like, red wine to the bathwater to make it look more serious? They could have, because the dumbasses who drained the bathtub wouldn't have checked that out. Well, so, I learned two things. I'm gonna leave crazy notes everywhere that, you know, just in case, and then someone will find them, and then I bet you some cartographer will be like, no, those are the mad people some handwriting scientists will be like she wrote these like 30 years ago so that'll be lame <laughs> but then I'm also gonna pay someone to come to my funeral that's like completely random and like not say a word and then leave <laughs> so your whole family wonders for the rest of your life <laughs> you gotta keep them on their toes <laughs> even after she's gone we always wondered about Sasha but it's just so crazy to me that like in the boys on the tracks case they were flying arms to south america and then they were flying drugs back and then in this case it involves the same arms and probably if i dug deeper the same drugs like but both of them are supposedly conspiracies that's absolutely crazy and more dead people yeah None of them precision murdered, though. Back right. To saying lock dog. Right. Oh, yeah. That's... I mean... <laughs> that's, why, that's why there's always such a question mark around uh, conspiracy theory cases, because it could link to 12 different things. It could be a part of a big thing. We could all just be in a parallel universe. Lord, let's not get into that. <laughs> I want to. <laughs> oh, like my husband, when because I, I I've been watching every single Unsolved Mysteries episode lately, and at the end, like there's updates for a lot of them now. Yeah, a lot of them, a lot of the missing people, a lot of the lost family members, a lot of the wanted people, which is really creepy because it's like this person served. 10 years in prison for committing murder and they've since been released and you're like what <laughs> great but what about that guy that did the meth like can you let him go <laughs> <laughs> are we getting into that or no he oh, the, guy that, the guy that got um the guy that got put in jail for meth yeah um well i've heard other conspiracies just into that one alone what? apparently Dang. that that guy was hired by the government to, make, to make some kind of bomb for, I believe it was the Oklahoma City bombing. <gasps> That's my, like, sorry, and this that... is my obsession because it happened uh, the day I was born, 1995. So, not the day I was born, but like when I was five years old. And I remember it happening. Like, I remember the news happening. Right, right. So, apparently, this Reconoshudo guy was working on this certain bomb with another guy also involved in conspiracies similar to these um and i forget his name right now but i'll remember it later um but basically this michael reconnoshito guy and this other guy were working on a bomb that was supposed to be the bomb that was used in oklahoma city bombings 
and um that was the type of I guess chemicals they were using at the time for those bombs was like methamphetamine type chemicals and so they were like you're cooking meth we're throwing you in jail but who knows and he just got out I I just can't imagine a guy being locked up from 1991 to 2018 or 17 Mm -hmm. for meth doesn't make any sense Joy. There's just, you know, it goes down a rabbit hole because it goes from one conspiracy theory to another. And I'm like, these are all connected. And if they're all connected, then how, how are they conspiracy? Like, I mean, I can see like being like, oh, the flat earth thing, that's a conspiracy. But like these government ones, like they're, they're all connected when you start researching them and it's freaky. And then I have to give myself a break. Yeah. <laughs> somebody's gonna kill me somebody's gonna off cody for researching shit that she shouldn't they would have to off all four of us i don't know why i almost said three i guess because you'd already be dead but <laughs> because, oh, okay <laughs> yeah we also need to leave notes be like if they get cody they're coming for me next like <laughs> everybody would just be confused because of my coffee table table paper towel notes <laughs> napkin notes napkin notes like an old woman. Your cat <laughs> research the murder. Yeah, exactly. It's my life. <laughs> Man. It makes me not feel good. I'm very nervous. <laughs> Cody's episodes make me nervous. Well, I'm Thank like, I, I do it because Unsolved Mysteries just kind of went over his murder and they went into like a few of the conspiracies. I mean, it's a conspiracy because it's Unsolved Mysteries, but they went into the Inslaw computer software a little bit and they went, they mentioned some other things, but they did that show in 1991 or two, maybe 1992, maybe when that season came out. So now it's 2018. Like, that's a long time from now. And but it's still not been solved. It's still just... And you can go on Wikipedia and read about all of the mysteries. Like, if you just go to Google and Google Danny Casalero and go to Wikipedia, like, it's just conspiracy theory after conspiracy theory. And they usually leave that shit off of Wikipedia. Yeah. They usually don't bring it up. That's true. But it'll I didn't be under even... the, like, controversy section. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, I didn't even know it was all connected until I was just like, oh, a murder-suicide, I can do that. And then I'm like, oh, this is all connected. Yeah. Man, our life has changed. <laughs> it's just gonna... I'm going to say, like, Cody, you don't have to do cases that only involve murders. Like, I feel like you could, obviously, you could me. go different directions here. A but sweet abduction I probably will, but the thing about it is, is like the ones I've researched, they just all tie together. <laughs> that and like somebody gets murdered because it's the government, like the Area Fifty One, um, <laughs> the Area Fifty One yeah. Unsolved Mysteries episode mm-hmm. where they were like the nurse disappeared. Yeah. Like what? How does the whole nurse disappear? Because she saw the little gray body. <laughs> a whole nurse. That's Cody's quote. How does a whole nurse disappear? There you go. Good one. (laughs) Write that down. I am. It's like a professor. Write that down. I love it. (laughs) But yeah, I'm a test later. I'm just glad that we take turns because I don't think I could do this every single week. I would be. (laughs) I was like, I was like, because I think Sasha, you're next, correct? Oh. Or is it me? I think it's Sasha. I think so. Me? Oh man. It's going okay. so fast. Well, it it probably feels like you I just stole want... your episode. No, you did not steal my episode. I You're not the, the the split. I'm not gonna spoil Secret Window. You're not the guy from Secret Window. Oh, I love that movie. Thank you. <laughs> spoil it. <laughs> oh, I thought you were gonna say Secret Garden, and I was like, what? That's Come on, Violet doesn't watch that pushy, pussy shit. There we go. It's yeah. the second time we brought up a secret garden, though. It, oh. oh it's my turn. There's going to be a conspiracy theory for murder blows. <laughs> secret garden. I'll see if there's any um, uh, secret garden 
murders. I don't know. I'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll get it is together. Isn't Secret Window Johnny Depp? Don't you hate Johnny Depp? I do, but it's like the one. I like that one and Edward Scissorhands because it warms my heart. <laughs> that, that makes sense. I remember we had, for some reason, we had the DVD of A Secret Window and I wasn't supposed to really watch it. And so I was like, I'll just sneak the DVD in my room and nobody will know. And then I ended up watching the bonus features and it was like behind the scenes and they scared me more than the movie did. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Oh, I don't know. know a secret window. It, that is a really spoiling spoiler if you yeah. spoil that. I almost did. That's me saying I almost did three times. It's okay. <laughs> spoilery spoiler right there. Just say the word spoiler. They'll get it. Oh, spoiler. Yeah. That's all I have, though. I don't have any answers. I don't have any results. <laughs> That's the worst part. <laughs> it is, because I have no ending. Like, Slash the best part? Oh. Yeah, I was going to say, I think the cool thing about the conspiracy theory episodes, though, because, like, a lot of people that I know that talk to me about it started on Boys on the Drags. Like, they they skipped, what, the first two? Yeah. Yeah, and they, they started with Boys on the Drags. And... Well, they shouldn't skip the first two, but... Well, I agree. Cause... I mean, it's, yeah, it's fine. I'm partial. But I do to that, too, when I listen episode. to new podcasts. I'll listen to it. Yeah, I pick the one that looks interesting. Me, too. Yeah. We're all just humans. But you can't tell by our podcast names. They all look interesting. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what's happening in this one? Caffeinated for Christ? What? Exactly. With the story, really, but... What was the last episode called? The sixth Backstreet Boy and no one asked for. <laughs> <laughs> That's so deceptive because it's like like Backstreet Boys, <laughs> how funny! And then you get into it and you're like, oh, Look, I regret this. Trigger warning: We I put it in the episode description. That's I true. I still think it's one of our best episodes. I do too. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. But I that being said, I haven't listened to it because I'm nervous in case I hear myself cry. You have a real rough moment towards the end. Yeah. When, it's at the end when I'm like, Violet, are you there? You're like. Yep, I, I just, just need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Oh man, it shows we're human. <laughs> I really didn't. I really <laughs> thought it was gonna end better. I still don't know how to feel about that one, and I need more red yarn for my conspiracy theory book. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Oh. Sorry, this would just be real cute. Maybe I'll seek out, like, I I just could picture, like, you know how we each have a different specialty? Yes. <laughs> what if, like, in future, I'm thinking in way future, you can keep this in the podcast, so you guys can hear it. If you guys want Murder Blows t-shirts, what if you could buy, like, each one of us, like, specialty t-shirts, and Cody's gonna have a little red yarn all over it. Aww. Oh my god, and there's just, like, a bunch of red yarn over Fami Fally- Malik's face. Yes, <laughs> and, then, and then it's covered in tiny marijuana cigarettes. Yes, oh my God, <laughs> Macy has been promoted to shirt designer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got ideas now. I just want mine to be a chubby drunk ghost coming out of a like cult symbol. <laughs> yes, that's beautiful. <laughs> I'm gonna be when I'm ninety. I'm gonna be old and crazy and alone with cats, and I'm gonna be in this dark room just stretching yarn and pinning it all yeah. all over the place. Well, I'll come visit Cody and just with my napkin notes all over. But my there's head. but there's nothing on the wall. It's just a white wall with red string on it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, like Stranger Things. Cody things. knows. Yeah, yeah. The only Cody knows. <laughs> all right well that was murder blows y'all <laughs> bye your t-shirt episodes holler at you girls thank you for listening to my confusing conspiracy thank you bye 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 it's okay we didn't ask him our joke last time yeah one every other episode please yeah. We have to regulate our ASMR jokes.